You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 37. Today, I wanted to share a few tips to get your small business started on Etsy. I know this is rather specific, but honestly, there are many business opportunities available on this powerful platform. So if you've been putting off the opening of your shop, let me inspire you with seven tips that I sure wish I knew a lot sooner. I'll also have a printable available for you in the show notes, as well as a link to 40 free listings. So really, there is no excuse for you not to start today. If you're looking at Etsy for the first time, you'll find that many people are selling their handcrafted items, but dig a little deeper and you'll find a ton of other niches. Some stores resell products to help you run your small business. Some sell antiques, refinished or untouched. Others sell vintage clothing. You'll also find some savvy business owners offering their design services or coaches providing everything from critiquing your shop to changing the way that you eat. There are even those that sell every graphic that you'll need to get started. If you take a minute to do a quick search, you'll see what I mean. So here's the first step in taking that leap on Etsy. Tip number one, be sure that the name you pick as your username and shop name is what you want it to be forever and ever. Etsy does allow one name revision, but really, you should take the time with this one. Your shop name should represent what you intend to sell, and the longer you run your business with this name and have the branding to match it, the better. Tip number two, branding your shop. This by far is my favorite topic. Etsy allows you to create a banner and avatar. You'll want to be consistent with your logo in your shop, packaging, business cards, and website. Make sure that your packaging reflects the same feel that your shop has. For example, if your shop sells natural, green, earth-friendly products, you will most likely want to stay away from plastic packaging. In this example, your colors might be neutral in tone and should complement the images you share on your listings in your newsletter and logo. Take a look at a brand that you admire and notice how cohesive the brand colors, fonts, and packaging are. You'll want to do the same for your shop. Tip number three, you get 10 pictures, so make them count. Etsy has a simple guide to help you out with the images that you should share. They have a few photo prompts that make it easy to see what images you should include in your listing. They suggest one main image, three different angles, a close-up or detailed image, one of the product in use, one that shows scale, one that is stylized, and any variations that you offer. The way that I display my images is by creating a primary close-up photo. The next few pictures will be of the item at different angles. One in use, one close-up, one for scale, and the last few include a picture of the packaging and what it looks like if you choose to get it wrapped. These last couple of pictures help the customers see if they like the presentation enough to mail it to the recipient as is or if they want to wrap it themselves. Etsy is also giving each seller a 30-second video spot in the listings as well. I'll be creating a tutorial on the best way to shoot a product video. I'll share that link in this month's newsletter, so be sure to sign up. Tip number four, 
Your description should be rich with keywords, but still make sense. You'll get a better response to your listings if you have keywords that help the algorithm know what it is that you're selling, but you will want to include them in a way that makes sense to your customers. As you may already know, I'm a huge fan of selling on Etsy. I've had over 10 years of selling my jewelry and digital cards there, and to be honest, it is by far the easiest platform to navigate. It takes no time at all to list an item with a smartphone, and really that's how I get most of my products in my shop. To make it easier for you to get started, I'm sharing a link in the show notes for you to open your shop with 40 free listings. That should motivate you to finally take that first step and get your shop online. If you're looking to finally open your store with absolutely nothing to lose, now is the time to try Etsy. Now back to the show. If I'm selling a wedding invitation, I will have the keyword wedding invitation in the title and then repeat it in the description's first sentence. For example, the listing should say, this lovely wedding invitation is a hand-painted reproduction and easy to print at home. Remember that your ideal customer is relying on your clear description and pictures to decide if they like your product. If you can provide a clear description and include keywords within the first 160 characters, your meta description will do all of the talking for you. Tip number five, ask for a review. I know this one always used to make me cringe, but now I see it a little different. Although your sale might start with a picture or with your description, it is most likely your reviews that will close the deal. I know, I know. So how do you get that first sale? Most of us have had a friend ask if they could buy a product or service that we offer. This is your golden opportunity to have them purchase from your brand new shop. In the beginning, it is always a little challenging to get your shop recognized, but if you have a few friends that want your items, have them go through your shop and ask for an honest review. Plan for the day when you get a sale that is not from a friend or family. You should include a note in each purchase that thanks your customer and asks them to leave a review. I include a handwritten thank you, and on the back, it asks if they're able to leave feedback. I have seen many creative ways people ask, and I think that if it's on brand, you too can get creative with this one. Tip number six, which is closely related to tip number three. Be sure that the pictures that you are taking are of good quality. The best way to achieve this is by using natural light and simple props. If you sell a product that can be worn, be sure to include a picture of what the piece looks like if it's on. I have had some amazing customers that have sent me pictures to use in my listings. You can use anything from a phone that takes good pictures to a nice camera, but honestly, some of the most amazing Etsy sellers that I have interviewed have used nothing more than their phone. There is no need to spend a ton of money on expensive equipment. I promise it is not needed. And tip number seven, start your shop with at least six listings and continue to add listings every day until you have them all listed. There isn't a magic number here on how many you need to have, but it looks a lot better to have a shop with several products instead of just a couple. You could always place your listings in your shop and save them as a draft until you're ready to publish a big batch. I wish I would have known this sooner. This way, you don't have to feel like your product launch is scattered. You can create a new line of products, list them and save them as a draft, and publish all of your listings on a specific day. And I have one more bonus tip. Consider offering gift wrapping or customization. 
By providing a way to customize your items, you'll be setting yourself apart from other sellers, and the gift wrapping does help out those who buy a gift with just enough time for it to arrive at their destination. You can charge for gift wrapping, and I like to include a hand-lettered tag with each gift wrap purchase. By doing this, I have taken the burden off of my customer's shoulders, and the hand-lettered tag adds a personal touch. Well, there you have it, my friend. Just a few tips to get you on your way to selling on Etsy. If you have any questions, feel free to send them my way. As always, I love to hear from you and all about your small business adventures. Don't forget to rate this podcast and leave a review and share it with a friend. I truly appreciate the time that you spend with me. If you have a topic that you would like to discuss or a business you would like featured, let me know. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 